Hey there, welcome to the God Class Podcast. We're happy to have you tune in here and we believe that you will leave blessed. worship and the Holy Spirit. And I'll take my scripture from John chapter 4, verse 20 to 24. John chapter 4, verse 20. Nice one. Nice, nice. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where ye must worship is in Jerusalem. Verse 21. Jesus declared. And we all know that whenever Jesus is speaking, everybody must listen. So please let's listen to what Jesus is saying. He said, believe me, woman, a time is coming when you would worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Verse 22. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. And I think this is one scripture that the Lord used to uh, deliver me and cause me to be very humble. You see, my father is the Bishop Ohenipa Kwesi Owusu Miracle. Yeah. If you don't know the miracle, um, you can see it somewhere and uh, you ask, you explain it to you. But then, this is a scripture that the Lord used to deliver me. And caused me to be very humble to him. Because one day that I was praying and the Lord showed me how mighty my father was. So when I am with him, I see I don't see him as what I am seeing him now. I am seeing him per what God showed me in the future. And I think this is a scripture that he said, you worship what you do not know. Some of us, we come under him and we feel like he is a man like we are. He touches us and we feel like a man is touching us. Meanwhile, he's using that same particular hands to bless others. And you feel that a man touching you, is, it's, it's a privilege for you. You are okay that your father is touching you. When he touches you, please begin to speak it. I don't know where your mind will be, but begin to speak in tongue that, that his hand that he has touched you. Some shifts to draw from his body to you. Because that is exactly what the woman did to Jesus. Okay, this is not where my scripture is. So let me continue. By the way, side attraction. All right. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. Verse 23. This is where my scripture is. He said, yet a time is coming and has not come. When the true worshippers will worship their father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers that the father seeks. So there are two types of people that God is seeking upon the earth. God is seeking for people that are spiritual people and people that speak the truth. These two people, he says spirit and truth. So these are the two people that, so if the Bible is yours, you can underline the word spirit and you can underline the word truth. And my version was talking about yet, okay. So you can underline yet because he said this time, this is the time, not tomorrow, right now. It is the time that we will not worship the fathers as our former people used to go to mountains to worship the Lord. But we would worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. 
And he's saying that for these are the kinds of worshippers that the Father is seeking. And verse 24, then I will start. He said, God is a spirit. And, the worship, and his worshippers must worship him in spirit and in truth. So whilst I was meditating on this scripture, I got to understand that the Bible is now saying in verse 23 that yet now it is this is the time that we will worship the Father both in spirit and in truth. And I began to ask myself, what kind of spirit is the Bible talking about? And I went to Luke chapter 24 verse 49. And the Bible says that Jesus said unto his disciples that I am going but a time is coming that I will send the promise of the Father unto you. That means that when Jesus was going, there was a promise that had been laid down that it would come unto us. And he said they should tarry unto their endowed with power from on high. So Jesus was going to heaven and he's saying that the promise of the Father is going to come unto them. And I began to ask myself, what kind of promise is this? Then the Lord sent took me to a scripture that is in Joel chapter 2 verse 28 and the Bible says and the Bible says that and after I would pour my spirit upon all flesh not upon some people upon all flesh so upon everybody you might be a man a woman a slave whoever you are God is saying through the prophet Joel that he is going to pour out his spirit upon everybody and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your younger ones shall see visions so unless God pours out this spirit that he's going to he's talking about that is the promise he gave to Joel you cannot worship God in the spirit that he's talking about in the Bible in uh, in John chapter 4. Because the Bible says God is a spirit. So if, if you are going to worship God and it's going to please him, you need that spirit that is he said it would come upon you before you can be able to worship God. So that means that if I, Kodo, I am walking in the flesh and I begin to sing, I am not worshiping God. Whenever you sing out of in the flesh, you are not worshiping God. So that means that if someone who is an unbeliever begin to lift up their voice and begin to sing songs unto the Lord, they are not worshiping God. Why? Because they do not carry the spirit of God. Because God is searching for people that carry the spirit to be able to worship him. So if I am not carrying the spirit, the spirit that he said unto Joel, that he is going to pour upon all flesh. God said this at this word unto Joel because he knew that he wanted all men to worship him. The main assignment of mankind upon the surface of earth is not even to find money. It's to worship God. It's to worship God. So if you are going to worship God, then first of all, be filled with the Spirit of God. And you can be able to worship God. And I began to think about the truth. And the Bible says in the book of John chapter 16, he said, But when the Spirit of truth will come, he would guide you into all truth. Then I began to know that the Bible or the Word of God is truth. But you need a Spirit to guide you. So I might be reading, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not one he leads me into still waters and, and quote all the scriptures but maybe the problem i am going to that is not the particular scripture that i'm reading so you need the spirit of god you need a spirit to guide you into this truth to be able to decode what 
God is in the way. So at first, I used to read the scripture and I did not understand. But the spirit came upon me that when I began to take the word of God and I begin to meditate on the word of God, now it is no more a storybook unto me, but I begin to get revelations and see things that normal men are not seeing. Why? Because the spirit of truth is guiding me through the word of God. So God is saying that if you are going to worship him, you should not worship him in truth. In truth. Not in money. Not in flesh. Not in fineness. Not in niceness. But worship him in truth. Hallelujah. So when I was thinking about this, he said, Jesus now said unto his disciples in John chapter 14 verse 16 to 17 that I would ask the father and he would give you another advocate who would help you and would be with you forever. That is, the advocate is the spirit of truth. And he said the world cannot accept him because they do not see him but or, or they do not know him but you know him and he will live in you and he shall be with you. So the people that are in the world, they will think that when you begin to do certain things, you are mad. But you have a spirit that is within you. You have a spirit that lives in you. So whatever you do, you would understand. Why, why would someone say that I am not feeling fine, so I would pray on water and drink? Whilst an unbeliever will say, it is nonsense. Go to the hospital. Why? Because you have a spirit that is in with is is within you. And that spirit, you know him because you know that God lives in you. Jesus lives in you. So whenever the spirit of truth comes unto you, he will guide you into all truth. So when you go into the presence of God, you now carry the spirit of God. You now carry the spirit of truth. So whenever you are in his presence, you know that you are a mortal man, but there is a spirit that is in within you. The Bible says when God created man, kind. Man was upon the earth and he breathed life unto him. That life was the spirit of God. That is when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and took the fruit. The Lord was teaching me something about nakedness. And I, I, I was like what is nakedness? And he said Adam could come before me not even thinking that uh, I am not wearing anything. But when he ate the fruit, he realized that now he is naked. So uh, there is a time that we can go before the Lord. He said a contrite heart and a broken spirit, the Lord will not reject. So that means that when you go into the presence of God, it does not mean you are, um, it does not matter if you are a man of God. It doesn't matter if you are a doctor. You should go as naked as you are. That Father, I have come into your presence. I don't know what is in me. I don't know what I have done. But I am a mortal man. I have come to let your spirit that is in me give glory to your name. That is when you can please God. Because God is a spirit. There is no amount of offering you that you can give on earth that would cause God to come onto the earth. It takes singing. And there is power in singing. A lot of people, they don't know why Satan became more powerful than all the angels. Because whenever God wanted to sing, or whenever God wanted music to, to, to make him feel better, he didn't call anybody than Satan. That Satan would come and sing for him. And I was thinking that when the presence of God comes, what is in the presence of God? I realized that when the presence of God comes, Jesus is in the presence of God. 
God himself is in the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is in the presence of God. So Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the light. So when you go into his presence, you will begin to think about things that Jesus taught. You begin to think about the word of God. You will be you begin to medicate, meditate on the word of God. And now the Holy Spirit is yet there to help you. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, Jesus said in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, that he shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. It doesn't matter you being a man. There is a spirit that can come upon you and it will give you power. It doesn't take English to worship the Lord. It takes power to worship the Lord. It doesn't take eloquence to worship the Lord. It takes the power of the Holy Ghost to worship the Lord. So you can be singing and the Lord will reject your singing. Why? Because you don't have a spirit in, inside you. But there is a man that can lift up his voice. There is a man that God can say, I want you to sing this song for me. That is why there are people that when they are there, they are like, there is a song dropping in my spirit. Why? Because God wants you to sing that song for him. And whenever Satan went into the presence of God, there was a power that came upon him. Satan was stronger and mightier than all the angels. Most of the angels, Satan was stronger and mightier than them. Why? Because he was always in the presence of God. So when, when Zachariah encountered the angel in the book of Luke, the angel said that I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of God. He spoke with so much authority and audacity. Why? Because the presence of God carries power. The presence of God carries strength. The presence of God would help you know that when you read the book of Acts chapter 13 verse 2, the Bible says as they ministered unto the Lord and trusted the Holy Ghost spoke and said, Separate me, Paul and Barnabas. What was Paul doing? What was Barnabas doing? You can be sinning against the Lord, but when the Holy Ghost speak unto you, it would separate you from evil and it will take you to the assigned duty the Lord has given you. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it can shift your life from a man and cause you to be a spirit so that whatever you do in the book of John chapter 4, it is going to please the Lord because God is a spirit. So when I lift up my voice and I begin to sing, I should be able to decode the song that is being sung in heaven. I shouldn't think about the song that is raining on earth. We are not earthly beings, but we are heavenly beings. So when you lift up your voice and you know that this is the song that is being sung in heaven, you would go according to what is being sung in heaven. And not what is being sung upon the earth, because you know that God inhabit the praise of his people. So when you lift up your voice and begin to sing, when Paul and Silas was they were in prison, they knew that we could pray, his majesty would not come down. We can trust his majesty will still send an angel of God. But when we begin to sing, when we begin to worship the Lord, his presence would come into our midst. And when his presence comes into our midst, the Bible says, now the Lord is that spirit. That where the spirit of God is, there shall be liberty and freedom. So as you begin to worship the Lord this afternoon, the spirit and the presence of God will come down. And there will be liberty and there will be freedom for your life. I don't know the problem that you have been through for years. My father came and said, 
the worship and the Holy Ghost. Because he knows that when we worship the Lord, the Holy Ghost will come down. And when his power comes down, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your background. The Bible says, and they said, can anything good come from Nazareth? And God said, that is what I want. So in the book of Acts chapter 10, the Bible says, and how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. He did not anoint him with money. He anointed him with the Holy Ghost. He gave him power that when Jesus is able to worship him, he can heal the sick. He can do every other thing. Because you see, Jesus was a man. He could have gone or he could have, if he was a spirit, he would have been a spiritual being and still worship the Lord. But God realized that my son is now a man. Let me give him the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter who you are. If Jesus himself has the Holy Ghost, you also need the Holy Ghost to worship the Lord. Everybody that did mighty things in the Bible carried the Holy Ghost. Everybody that did great things upon the earth, he carried the Holy Ghost. You can go to the enemy to give you power, but I am here to tell you that that power will fade away. But when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, that power will give you authority and audacity. In the name of Jesus, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it doesn't matter what is in your family. You will go into circumstances and you will know that it is only singing that can bring his presence down. You will go into afflictions and know that it is only singing and worship that will bring his, his presence down. Today, as we begin to worship our Lord, there is the Spirit of God that will come down. The Bible says when the disciples were together in the upper room, when they began to lift up their voice and worship the Lord, rationally the Holy Ghost came. When you begin to worship the Lord today, nothing is going to come unto you, but you receive power. And I got to understand the last time, when Jesus said you receive power after the Holy Ghost would come upon you, I understood that when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it takes power in this evil world to even to be wealthy. It takes power to live upon the earth because now people are doing more evil things to kill people. So when the power of God comes upon you, the enemy will come upon you seven times. You will still rise up seven times. It doesn't matter what will come upon you. When that power comes upon you, the Lord will cause you to worship him. And as you begin to worship him, the Lord will lift up your afflictions. The Lord will destroy that family that you came from. The Lord will stop that enemy that is attacking your life. Because whenever we worship his majesty, whenever we lift up our voice to worship him, whenever we play this harp, whenever we play the drums and play the organ, his presence comes down. There was many people in the Bible, but there was a man that was that had a name David and God said this young man is different he is a man after my heart David did not do anything extraordinary for God he would say that the Lord is his everything before he would complain to God he would begin to bless the Lord at all times he said bless the Lord all my soul and let all that is within me when he was saying let all that is within me he was referring 
referring to everything that was around him. For Lord, I have money, but let that money worship you. Lord, I have car, but let that car do your work. When your car, your life is not the only thing that can worship God. When I have a car parked in the house, and I know that now, you see, the most funniest thing is, I took the instrument home, and I had to upload it to where I used to keep it. And when I went, now they had parked another thing there. And I said, young man, you are locked up there. Because I can't take out the things that belong to God, and keep them at somewhere that people or anything can scatter and destroy it. Why? Because it is when I do that, my car is no more worship. What would a car do when it is free? What is the essence of the boot? When there is nothing in, do you want me to park rice there? Or I should park yam there? Once I can put the instruments of God, once I can put the organs of God, once I can put things that can bless the name of the Lord. So I put the instrument there. So what David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. He will say that everything that is around him should give glory to the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter what you have. God still appreciates it when you give it out of a good heart. It doesn't matter what is around you. You might be sick, but when you lift up your voice and you do not care about the problems you are going through, God doesn't care. He would come into your presence. He would come into that family. He would come and destroy that enemy that has arose against you. Whenever you lift up your voice and begin to worship her, you worship from you because the Bible says he that is in earth is greater than he that is in the world. So whenever a man lifts up his voice to worship her, it is the he that is in him that has lifted up his voice to worship her. It is not your voice that is worshiping her. It is not your strength that is worshiping her. So most of the musicians will say, whilst I was there, I began to hear songs being sung in heaven. It was the he that is in him. The ear of the he was hearing the song sung in heaven. The he, 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 he in him began to hear the things that are being done in heaven. That is why men have encounters in heaven. Because he that is in you can see the things that is in heaven. If you are going to decode the things that is in heaven, if you are going to allow yourself and let the spirit of God rest upon you, you will be the one. He said for as many that are led by the spirit of God, there are some that are not led by the spirit of God. There are some that do not even follow the principles of God. But as you are led by the spirit of God, it takes the leadings of the Holy Ghost to sing the Lord the, the song the Lord wants. As you are led by the spirit of God to lift up your voice and worship this afternoon, the Lord will call you that you are his son. The Lord will call you that you are his daughter. Today, by the time my father takes the microphone, there is a spirit that is going to rest upon you and he's going to overshadow your body. He's going to take you from being a timid person and you'll be able to shift situations with your worship and with your praise that you do not care the affliction that is coming. 
God. All you can do is the Lord inhabit the praise of his people. Lord. So as a child of God, I might be going to afflictions, but let me lift up my voice and begin to worship her. Paul and Silas were in prison. You might be in debt, but write that money on the ground and begin to sink on that money. Begin to sink on that debt. That father, this is a prison that I am in. When Paul was in there, when, when Barnabas were in there, Paul and Silas were in the prison. They knew that a time would come that they would kill them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said we will not worship any other God. Why? Because they knew that they were in fire. But there was he that lived in them. That is the spirit of God. And the Bible says our God is a consuming fire. So the enemy put me into fire. But I am already in fire you don't know put me into affliction I am already in an affliction you don't know it takes capacity to worship the Lord today by the time my father takes the microphone a spirit will come upon you you will worship the Lord your God you will lift up your voice at dawn you will blast in tongues the Lord will begin to speak to you that don't even pray this kind of prayer lift up your voice and worship me. He said, lift up your hands, so he came. And be lifted up, ye everlasting daughter. For the king of glory would come to pass. And the gate on the people that gathered against said, who is this king of glory? He said, the Lord and mighty, and mighty. The Lord is So when you begin to lift up your voice, when his presence is coming, it doesn't care the barriers that are in your family. Doors will begin to open because his presence is coming. When you begin to lift up your voice and worship the Lord this afternoon, it doesn't matter what you have been through. When his presence is coming, ah, the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 4, that when Jesus and his disciples were going to the other side, the demons realized that the king of kings is coming, and they could feel his presence. So storms arose, but Jesus stood and said, be still and be calm. So when his presence is coming, storms may arise, but still continue to push on his presence. Why? Because when his presence is coming, he will silence any enemy. When his presence is coming, it doesn't matter what you have been through. You will silence the enemy. Because the Lord will not want the enemy to destroy you. The Lord will not want the enemy for you, for you to fall into the afflictions of the enemy. The Bible says that the Lord delivers them that fear him. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous man. You are a righteous man because you speak truth. You carry the spirit of truth. You carry the spirit of God. But the Bible says... God delivers them from all those afflictions. He delivers them from all those things. So as you begin to lift up your voice this afternoon, don't look at your afflictions. Don't look at your troubles. As you lift up your hands unto God, tell the Lord that I surrender everything unto you, O God.
I lift up my hands unto you, O Father, that everything and everyone and everything that I can do to glorify your name, use this boy and this lady that was rejected in their family. The Bible says the rejected stone has now become a cornerstone. You're going to be a mighty man upon the earth. Learn how to worship the Lord because it's not all time that you can remember the scriptures. Not all time that you can remember all the prayer topics that you can pray. A man of God said he was in an airplane and all he was asleep. All he heard was hey, hey. So he went, he woke up and he was like, what is going on? And they said they should prepare because the plane is coming to sleep. He said he forgot everything. Every scripture he knew. The only thing he could remember is he that dwells in the hey, he that dwells in the secret place of God awaits in Akai. But he remembered that when he was in the secret place, it wasn't prayer only that he was learning. When he was in the secret place, it wasn't only the word of God that he was learning. The Lord taught him how to bring his presence down. So he lifted up, up his hands and he began to sing unto God. All of a sudden, the people in the place said, young man, what is wrong with you? He did not mind them. When the woman was going to touch the hem of Jesus, they began to distract the woman. When the woman was going, there was a lot of people that have surrounded Jesus. But the woman said, I don't care what you are saying, Peter. I don't care what you are saying, John. I will touch the hem of his garment. That is the same way you can sing a song. And it will touch the heart of his majesty. And when his presence comes down, he will say to himself that power has been drawn out of me. Why? Because when his presence comes, there is power in his presence. So Jesus was working, but the presence of God was around him. Today, my prayer for you this afternoon, that don't seek after a lot of money. Seek after his presence. Seek after how to worship him. Seek after how to know him. When you know him, you will know the Holy Ghost. When you know the Holy Ghost, you will carry power. When you know the Holy Ghost, you will receive the spirit of truth. And you will be a son and a daughter of God. You will be a child of the Most High God. Today, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That as my father takes the microphone, let the spirit that came upon everybody that God used mightily in the Bible. The Bible says something in the book of Judges uh, that Samson encountered a lion uh, and God did not say that money came into his hand uh, but immediately a spirit came upon him. Uh, the enemy can rise up against you uh, but when that spirit comes upon you uh, you would feel that a lion is a cotton. Uh, he said and, and something turned the mouth of the lion. Uh, that is the same spirit you are going to receive this afternoon. Uh, as you lift up your voice in prayer, as my father takes the microphone, the Lord is going to breathe his spirit into you and you become a mortal being. You become his son and his daughter. You would become a child of God to be able to worship the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. The 
just lift up our hands. Father, these are your children. We have come into your presence. The Bible says that upon one summer there shall be deliverance. Father, we have come. We have come into your presence. Lord, as your spirit separated Paul and Barnabas unto their assigned duties, Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that it doesn't matter what we have been through. It doesn't matter the sins that we have committed. By this prayer, the Bible says, and Jesus breathed unto his disciples and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And that even if you pray and forgive someone, they shall be forgiven. And when you do not forgive them too, they will not be forgiven. And Father, I humbly pray for your precious ones that those that have been bound by the enemy unto any sin that is not allowing your spirit to flow in them. We pray that Lord, may your spirit quicken them. But the Bible says the spirit is the spirit that arose Christ from the us. He would quicken our mortal bodies. He quicken us to serve you in spirit and in truth in the mighty name of Jesus. We 